What's going? Oh yeah, nah, pretty good. Singing, we should chuck a podcast. What do you reckon? Oh yeah, no, nah, I can't come around. Let's do a thing. Nick, Liam, how you going, mate? Yeah, not bad. Self, it's been a minute. Has been. And I was looking at, I was listening to the podcast of when we last did it before I came here today, so I knew where to take off from. Did we do that this year, or was that last year? Well, that's uh, it was. Tell, I'll tell you what, it was actually more surprising. I thought, what month do you think we did it in? If it was this year, if it was this year, February. Yep, it was in May. May. <laughs> that's what I was just like. That's not as long as goes what I thought. Yeah, it really isn't. But before that was August. So since August, yep. we've this is our second podcast since August. Yeah, cool. So we're averaging to a year. Yeah. Next one will be out next May. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I know. We're going to get into that today of how we're hoping to do more. Yes. Because my phone has been ringing off the hook saying, when's the next podcast happening? Mine hasn't, but that's good for you. Yeah, I don't even have a phone with a hook. You could probably do this on your own, actually. <laughs> I can't. I can't, and that's why I, was, I, I keep turning down these phone calls to say, it's up to Nick, mate. No, 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 no. Anyway, here we are. We're back doing what we love doing, and today, today, I thought about bringing today's podcast back as, first of all, as a catch-up, Yep. but a, a doing what you love. I walked into the room today. I saw Ryan. We're at Ryan's hit facility. <clears throat> Ryan was bullying his staff, which is what he loves. I was being racist to Ryan, which is what I love. And but I saw he was wearing a do what you love shirt as he was just Oh, <laughs> uh, that was the thread. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought we were talking about how I'm mean to him all the time. No, but it's, it's, uh, like I said it's what you love doing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah. If you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And uh a part of this year has been a big focus on learning about yourself to try and figure out what the fuck you want to be doing. Yep. How to get it happening. Yes, definitely. Um, and I may have said this before on the last podcast. I can't remember because it was fucking May ago. Yeah. But um, that there was a big shift. I've spoken to this about a lot of people. A big shift during the um, the pandemic of people just going like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Mm. You know, it's like, oh, I've been like, had all this fun stuff taken away from me for the last two years and now I'm going back to work and like, I hate my boss, like, I don't like my co-workers, I don't get any joy, satisfaction, fulfillment out of my job, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it might be. And so people have really started going like, hmm, I'm going to do something else with my time. Yeah. Um, segue into, you know, me, myself getting out of the mining industry, going hard at coaching. Um, we spoke about our buddy Jason who, you know, um, went full-time barbering and he's crushing it. He's doing a great job. And you yourself as well. Yes. So, extrapolate. Well, at the start of the year, it was, there was this thing where I started, which, see, all my hobbies turn into businesses. I don't mm. know if it's a good thing to happen or a bad thing to happen. It's like I can't do anything without turning it into a fucking business. Yes. But as a lot of people know now, Winnie Boy is, has been a project of mine. And um, by and at this last podcast, like I said, I listened to it before I got here, you said by the end of the year, doing Winnie Boy full-time. Full-time, yeah. Well, I'm fucking close. <laughs> Pretty much there. <laughs> but Just yeah. got to rip off the Band-Aid. But it has been a busy year doing designs. Unintentionally, it just somewhat took off. And now 
uh, Tanil and I, we've come up with a business plan. We've worked on the website. And then, yeah, next year, it'll be launching as an official business. Fuck yeah. And I'll be taking a mid-career break from my job. And uh, whether or not I go back You're to You're taking knows. a forever break uh, from yeah. that job. You're yeah. not going back. Like, I'm not going back to mining. No. Flat out. It's yeah. not happening. I know. You're not going back to concreting the council. It's just, it's onwards and upwards from here. It's just the night shift. It is so... Hectic. Night shift fucking blows. Everyone's getting sick of me talking about saying that I'm going to be finishing it up. So it's just like, yeah. all right, I'm not going to... The next time I say that, I need to be doing it. So I've decided it, that, yeah, by... If it's not at the end of the year, well, I can't start the next year with a locked-in date. Mm. So, yeah, it's going to be one of those. Like, if things are going well by the end of the year, I'll just say it's from there. Yeah, you'll just wrap up early. But otherwise, yep. it'll be a, here's the locked-in date. Fuck yeah. So, so, yeah. I'm all about it. It's very exciting. It's going to be a big year next year. But what I was getting back to is that I think this year was a big reflection of doing what you love because there was so many times this year working so hard, flat out, doing the night shift, raising your kid and just trying to just put it all together. I was having, I was exhausted. Mm. I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And then there was times just when I was just driving to work and I'm, I'm shrinking to I'm, I'm fucking depressed. Mm. I can't do this shit anymore. Like, it's just like, I cannot stand to go there, just deal with people's bullshit. Like, and I, I bottle it up when I'm at work because there's no need for me to, everyone's got their own problems. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I knew that, and I said this in the last podcast, I found myself just nonstop every day. I'd wake up, the first thing I'd do it, I'd be looking at designs. Yeah. I'd be looking at, just for, I'd just be looking at what I can learn today. And I'd do that right up to the point where I had to go to work. So that would be cutting into my time of learning, which I'd be getting pissed off about. Yeah. I'd get to work, do this shithouse job that I have to do. And then, look, in saying that, I do have a good job, like as mm. far as security wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not a passion. Yeah, when it's when it's not your passion, like it it's work. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and so what I was doing was I'd find out on my smoker, like everyone would be sitting around probably on their phones or whatever. I'd be on, in my car on my iPad doing designs mm. and I'd just be getting more and more hooked on it. Yeah. And be an inconvenience for me to go back to work. So I knew where I was getting channeled into. Yes. And yeah, and just... One thing was leading to another. This was happening throughout the year, but I was fortunate enough to just to keep getting these jobs. And we were going through, like, because when we're getting ready for our website, we'll, Tanil was emailing everyone to get all our testimonials. Mm. And she just said, do you know how many jobs you've done this year? Oh, no, not really. And she's like, there's like over like nearly 100 jobs here. Wow. Like, okay, sick. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, and so, that, and yeah, it's just been a big step that I've come to the decision that I just, like I said, it's a mid-career break just because I have to be a little bit adult about my decision. <laughs> but I don't, like, I hope this is the end. Yeah, I mean, take the self-limiting belief out of it. Yeah. You know, that's the key is that, like, if you, like, honestly believe in your heart that it will be successful, then it will. Um, it's something that affects a lot of people. Is like, And it's conditioned to us young, you know. Like, I remember <clears throat> wanting to get into music and having a band to go into, blah, 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 and, you know, saying to your folks, other people in your family, it's like, yeah, I want to get into music. This is what I want to do. And they're like, oh, well, you know, you want something to fall back on. So, you know, you're going to go to uni, you're going to get a trade, like yeah. da, 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 da. And it's like, I understand where that comes from, but it's it's small mind thinking. It's, um, it's living out of fear, yeah. you know. It's living in a poverty mindset as opposed to, 
if you go into something with your whole heart, mind, and soul, with all your passion, there's no way it can be unsuccessful. And the thing to remember in that is that you could have a business that fails. That doesn't make you a failure. It just means like that's part of the journey of learning. Like there's how many successful people that are living their passions out through their businesses that went like, yeah, I did this, it failed. And so I had to restart. I had to, you know, sidestep this way, recreate, regroup, da, 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 da. You know what I mean? So, um, but that's, that's the idea behind manifestation. Um, and I know that that's kind of like a bit of a hype thing at the moment. Um, but that's literally how it works is that like you create the energy, mm. you create the existence for that to come to fruition. So, but I've always been a big on that manifesting thing. Cause I swear it's come through with what I've had planned mm. really every time I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've been pretty lucky in life. I mean, maybe it's luck. Maybe it's because we, I believe we are hardworking people, but, um, anytime there's something that we've wanted, we've had the balls to go for it. You know what I mean? And then We've never half-assed it. Like, the band, we always did our best. Like, yeah, there's probably things we could do better, absolutely, but we were pretty young, didn't know better. Yeah. Um, and it's the same now in our everyday lives. Like, you've got a great work ethic in everything you do. So, it's like even with your current job that you're trying to get out of, is like you still, like you said, you know, you go into work and you're just like, I'm fucking depressed. I'm over this rah-rah, but you still keep it together. You get the job done. Mm. That's being a responsible adult. To me, that's what being a man is, you know, is yeah. like you've got responsibilities and you follow through on it. Um, and then the next step of that is like not only being a man, but being a king. What does a king do? You know, it's like a king knows his own power. A king is in his own power. He does what he loves. He does it with conviction, with passion. And as a result of him being so wholly embodied as a person, a king then can look after those around him. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think men need to step into is it's not just about having a job to pay the bills, to support, to rah, rah, rah. It's about like, that's what people need to step into is their king, mm -hmm. being a king. And then as a result, like if you're in a hetero partnership, um, you know, then you can encourage your your partner, your wife to be in their queen, you know, as opposed to just like we're just in this existence, grinding it out day by day to pay off our car loans, to pay off our mortgages, to, yeah. you know, just fulfill what we think is life, you know? Exactly. So not just existing, living. But yeah, and I backed out 100%, 110% I backed that. I, I just got to this point as well as is the purpose of living for like how many how many working years do you have in your life like 40 50 years i don't know yeah. it's getting up now yeah. is your purpose just to work a job you fucking hate yeah is that your purpose it's, yeah no way i think yeah if you're going to live your life you need to be doing what you love doing yeah and like and this is it is the scariest thing i one of the scariest things i've ever had to do is doing what i'm doing next year mm. But I'm sick of forever wondering. Like, Shred Life has been a brand for 10 years now. That's uh, wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Next, Oh, well, it's going to be 10 years next year. Mm. And till this day, like, it's always been a side hustle, like somewhat a successful hard side hustle. I took a break this year to focus on doing being a dad because I always knew there was going to have to be some – I wouldn't be able to focus on doing what I was going to do there. Yeah. But I chose my spare time to learn how to design because it all became affiliated with each other with merchandise and doing that. And it's just what I love doing. Mm. I love creating. I love these passion projects. And I love when I 
when I'm able to do this, like today, I'm going to um, I'm going to this Greek pop up shop mm-hmm. store, and I did the whole design, the branding, and things like that. And I'm so excited because that client was just so hyped to be doing what he loved doing. Yeah. Finally, yeah, he quit his job. This was his new project, and he was so excited. Mm-hmm. And that's just the passion that I'm, I've just led towards. Now I'm sick of being going to this day to day job where. It's just the same shit every day. Yeah. I need to be around people that are doing new, exciting things all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what we need to just showcase and push to where everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like you can even hear in your voice, like how excited you are, how yeah. passionate you are. It's like by doing what you love, you're also helping somebody else do what they love. Exactly. You know? And it, it just goes on and on and on down the chain and spills out into everyone's lives. And that's what we need more of. It's, it's what I always talk about is that you feel yourself up first if you're living aligned with your soul's purpose then your health is going to be better your like mental health is going to be better you're going to be happier the people around you are going to feel that you're going to be more attractive to people around you and they're going to be like i want to tap into what he's got you know it's it's absolutely contagious yeah absolutely contagious so at the moment i'm doing the challenge the eight-week challenge this is leading up to december Mm -hmm. this is all planned for me is that I was going to be just a piece of shit throughout the year like I was, <laughs> but having a vision of what I had planned. <laughs> but I was like, no, nah, at the end of the year, I'm doing a challenge. I'm sorting myself out. I'm going to get happy, healthy again. And then mm-hmm. that's going to kickstart my next year on this high vibe. Fuck yeah. That will just be infectious towards others. Fuck yeah. Because that's the thing is that like, <clears throat> if you ignored all of this, like, you, you know, you knew you wanted to do it. You've also had encouragement from the people around you, like, you know, conversations with myself, conversations with Ryan, where it's like, dude, come, like, go for it, you know, just let's, let's make it happen. Um, If you had ignored all that, ignored what your heart and your soul was telling you that you needed to do and kept staying on this path of like, no, 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 but my job, it's security, it keeps the bills paid, you know, I've got a baby, all that sort of stuff. That's when the pain teacher is going to come into your life and start knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. And so exactly in like you're driving to work feeling depressed. Yeah. That's that's the check engine light right there that's come on. Yeah. You know, that's the universe going, hey, yeah. dickhead. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. are you happy? Yeah. No. Like, what are you going to do about it? And people just ignore it, ignore it, ignore it out of fear. You know, they, they suppress that. Exactly like when I was at the mines, like I stayed there longer than I needed to because it was secure for the money. Um, and the longer I stayed there, the more issues that I was having, you know, like Rani and I drifted further apart because I was always away when there were problems. My temper was shorter. I wasn't able to deal with it as well. I even noticed that, like I got into a position of leadership out there, but I wasn't being a good leader a lot of the time because I was just so pissed off and over it. And my crew would feel that, you know, and it's like, that's not being a good leader. I'm just like, I'm still like, you know, ticking all the boxes, getting the job done. Yeah, that's great. But like everyone feels my shitty energy, you know? And the longer I'd stayed in that, there would have been more and more problems coming my way. You know, more of my friends falling off, more difficulty in personal relationships with with Rani, with, you know, my parents, with my sister, whoever it might be. There's just more distance. Um, and now I'm getting closer and closer all the time because I'm doing what I love. Like, yeah, I'm very pressed for time yeah because my time management is shitty to begin with like i am busy but i'm i'm not managing my time well but in saying that i still am getting so much closer to everyone again you know it's just been nothing but positives and what i was worried about like the finances sake like 
I'm I'm doing fine. I'm doing great for money. Yeah, I can always do better and that's the intention. You always want a bit of improvement, but I really can't complain. I'm in a good spot. Well, yeah, so like you said about everyone just constantly feeding me this, how would I say, the encouragement to do it. Mm-hmm. This encouragement from all my friends and family, have just it's been going on for I reckon two years now maybe. Yeah. If I don't do it, I feel like I'm letting down a lot of people now. <laughs> I have to, not only am I letting myself down, I'm letting down the ones closest to me. Yeah. I want this to be a big thing. Yeah. A big step. And I want it to be just, oh, just, just motivating, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's good that you said like, like, first and foremost, it's for yourself. You don't want to let down yourself. Yeah. That's the most important thing because that's that's your value. Like who's more important than you in this world? Fucking nobody, right? So, you know, fuck what other people think anyway, but it is it is a good motivation to have, you know? It's like, but first and foremost, it does have to be about you and how you feel. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's part of being a dad now is that I, I'm doing this because it is a, it's definitely a life value that I'm going to want to bring my kids up with. For sure. Like, I don't want to rather say, yeah, go to school, get a good, like, go to school, definitely, but just mm. don't get stuck in a dead-end job or something that you don't want to be doing. Yeah. Understand the importance of working your money, but I love when people just, how do I say, blossom with their passion. Yeah. And it, it the shame is that it takes us so long to figure to it out. That. Like, I think you've got to hit a rock-bottom part to find that out sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like, you think about... Um, how society is structured as a whole. Like we're only starting to do this now in our thirties, you know, like imagine if we fostered that in kids instead of crushing their spirits so early being like, Oh, you got to think about a diploma. You got to think about a trade, you know, you're going to have to earn money one day, blah, blah, blah. Instead of just fostering creativity and entrepreneurship that comes naturally to children, like school curriculum crushes dreams. Yeah, it really does. You know, there are people, brilliant people out there, who can't read or write at an elementary school level. And so they get pushed down. They get made to feel stupid, you know. Mm. I mean, um, Ryan's even talked about it because I, I don't know if it's dyslexia that he has, but has trouble with, with words, you know. And I don't know many people that are smarter than Ryan. Mm. Like his memory retention, um, even how he can communicate things. Like he can store so much memory, not just store it, but understand it at such a deep level that he can explain it to five different people five different ways so that they can understand it. Yet this is a person that was made to feel dumb when they were at school because he couldn't match their curriculum, you know? And that's the unfortunate thing. So, yeah, it's important to go to school and get an education, but then probably as the parent, how can I keep fostering this kid's creativity and just being like, yeah, mate, like you want to do good at school, but it's not the be all and end all. Like, what do you love? Yeah. What, what gets you excited? What do you want to learn about today? You want to learn about dinosaurs? All right, let's go learn yeah. about dinosaurs, you know? Um, rather than like, I'm dog shit at math. Yeah. I was never going to be better at math. I tried, I remember trying so hard in my whole high school years because I thought that's what you had to do. It's yeah. like, I thought I had to go to uni. So I needed a good math score to get into the degree that I wanted. And, you know, like, I stayed behind after school for an hour to do math workshops. I, I got a math tutor. Yeah. I never got any better at it because I just fucking don't do math. Like, it's it's the most illogical thing to me. Language, yeah. not a worry. Yeah. You know, I'm learning French at the moment for when I go to Europe next yeah. year. And I can, I can pick it up. I can understand it. It flows. It makes sense to me. There's a logical translation to everything. Still, if you 
got me to recite my times tables, I'd be like, fuck you, I've got a calculator in my phone, in my pocket. So I hear something impressive about maths. You hear eight times tables? Yeah. One eight eight two eight sixteen three eight twenty four four eight six zero two five eight forty six eight forty eight seven eight fifty six eight six two nine seven. Oh no, fuck off! <laughs> I haven't done it in a lot of years. But, but well, twelve eight to nine six. Um, <laughs> but when I was in uh, school, they had this um, speed thing for times tables, mm. and every week it'd be like your times tables, who could say it the quickest. Yeah. And for some reason, I did the eight times tables, and I, it just drilled just in my nailed memory. It. I nailed it. I did it in like I, it was under ten seconds. I set my eight <laughs> times tables up to twelve, but um. Yeah, it was a school school record. Yeah. Do you so, know how to fill out a tax return though? <laughs> yeah, my accountant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it, I, I have always been good with numbers, but English and mm-hmm. talking, uh, yeah, that's where I'm not that good. <laughs> Mate, you're doing a pretty good job of talking right now. <laughs> no, you're, you're I've, like I've said before in a podcast, that you're, you've done more for me than my English teacher. <laughs> So that's saying some, but we just because I was such a dick on Facebook. Yeah, just correcting <laughs> me. I was like, oh, before I present up, where have I fucked up? <laughs> um, with going to school and that, uh, who was? I? See, okay, for example, the whole going to university on that. I don't know if that applies anymore. YouTube is the university. Mm, with yeah, graphic design. Now I've always thought, like, do I need to do like a, a course or? something to help me get more jobs when I do this full time. Mm. And Kurt, for example, he just learnt by hand. And look, he, he's shooting for Fox League. Yeah. Like all these, he's on Figured tour. it out. He, and, and at the end of the day, it's just show the jobs you've done. Yeah. You'll get the job. Yeah. Like there's unfortunately certain qualifications that you need in certain industries just to cover your ass legally because oh, that's yeah, definitely. the society we live in. But... Yeah, perfect example is that like I could have gone the university route for doing what I do now, but yeah. instead I I found Paul Check who resonated with me, his whole system. And yeah. so I've gone down that road. I found some amazing teachers, some amazing mentors. And now physios and chiropractors ask me questions. Yeah. The ones who did three to five years of university are now asking me what I do. Like I, I get messages on Instagram. I've had a physio um, invite me to go do an in-service for his staff. And he basically puts together some other physios on the coast and they want me to, uh, to put on a, a talk about what I do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it, perfect example is that like a lot of the time people are just going through the motions because it's just like, oh, well, here's the list of what I have to do in life. So it's like, all right, play sport when I'm at school because then people will think I'm normal and then I'm going to get a high school diploma or I'm going to drop out in grade 10 and I'm going to get go to TAFE and get a trade qualification. University, you know, get married, have a kid, get the house, get the cars, you know, people are just ticking off these check boxes. Um and that's the, they're just existing, yeah. you know. They're not living, oh. you know. Like think about how many people now. So I think the the largest category for um, YouTube views is now like four wheel drives. Yeah. So whether that's you know four wheel drive touring, adventuring, or you know like hitting the big mud holes and rock crawling. Or if it's like in the garage showing how to do the mods and stuff, it's like that the four-wheel driving category is the largest in the world. Wow. And so uh, 
there's clearly space for a lot of people to exist in that. And this yeah. is the thing is that like just because oh that guy's got the most views and he's the most successful, he's number one in that category, doesn't mean you can't do it as well. Yeah. Like there's there's a whole big pie out there. Take your slice of it, you know? And exactly like you said, is that like it can start as a hobby, as a passion, and it could turn into a business one day. Yeah. Um there's there's plenty of guys out there. You see, the stickers going by, like TJ has no wasted weekends, which is huge now. Um, all self-taught. Yeah. Like he's a surveyor. He didn't go to university for creative design to learn cameras and anything like that. That was just his passion. And now he does that full-time for work so and he's crazy. huge. There's, you know, the Explore Life, all these different brands. And it's just like their passion was four-wheel driving fishing on the weekend and then it's like let's document it let's put our tips in there let's have a bit of banter let's invite these guys let's do this thinking of new ideas and now you know they're massive uh, it's crazy but and it's it's the world that we live in so why not be a part of it it's at your fingertips you know everyone's getting the brand new iphone anyway and you can shoot cinema quality video on it yeah so go for it yeah you know and it's exactly like us doing this podcast at first, you get this imposter syndrome. It's like, who the fuck wants to listen to what I have to say? At, at least three people. Yeah, that's good. There's at least three people that will listen to this. It doesn't matter if we make money off it or not. I don't care. It's, it's more about it motivates me to just get back into routine for a start. For sure. And just, like I said, it's doing what you love. Yep. And you just get this support, you get this hype, and it just feeds and it grows and it just turns into something. It always does. It always will. Always does. Yep. 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 Whether it grows into something good, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, it's been a, a big year. Like I said, it has been a tough year. There has been times where I just, some dark times, so I'm not going to lie. Yep. And, but... One thing was, if it wasn't for people like you, Ryan, Alex, Kurt, like I'm, and my wife clearly, mm -hmm. I've always been so open about how I'm feeling. Yeah. And it's just because I can't stand bottling up. I'll have to bottle shit up at work because. To an extent. Yeah. yeah. To an ex yeah, extent. Yeah. But um, it just got to the point where I just like, nah, the change is happening now because Tanil and I, we're trying for another kid now. And I know if I miss the boat now it's it's gonna i don't know when it's gonna come back yeah yeah definitely so definitely. Yeah, I'll make, that's why the call has to be made now and, and even my boss like i tried to hint to him a few a uh, couple months ago that i was um thinking about mid-career break mm. and he's like oh i don't think they're doing that anymore and then i'm just like oh, i'll ring up hr they're doing it <laughs> they're, yeah they're doing it trust yeah. me yeah well, i told him my situation and they were just like yeah you can do that yeah so I was like, okay cool <laughs> Yeah, no such thing as a perfect time. Nah, there's all not. you got is lifetime. Make yeah. it happen. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, it's gonna be a big crazy. I hope to do somewhat of a a launch party. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's it is an oversaturated market, like everything. I think. Yeah. But with my plan, we've spoken about this before. We've spoken about a lot of things before. You don't realize, but it's that punk rock ethic mm -hmm. that I want to bring to the table when I do this. Yes, and. Look, with earning owning a clothing label, every day I'll get a designer that comes to me trying to sell me a design or work with me and all this, but it's all a generic piece of shit email. Mm. And I'm like, oh, what? no. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like, you haven't taken the time to actually want to work with me. You've nah. just sent this to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no point. And um, with me, I want people to feel like I'm a part of their business. Yeah, definitely. When I work with someone, I'm like... 
you know your business better than me. Mm. I want to make sure that this is an exciting thing for you and I want this to be fun. Yes. Like I'm, I'm working with colours. It's going <laughs> yeah. to be fun. I'm doing finger painting. Yeah. So, and it's just because it's always something, no matter what project I'm doing, it's going to be a new project. So I'm just hyped to just to be a part of that. And then, like I said today, I'm going to hang out with my mate, see his new shop that he's finally opened up. This was like a six-month uh, working progress for him. So mm. I'm opening up my Greek van, like it's going to be a food truck. Yeah. Um, but I don't know where to start. I needed logo. I need to know the color scheme, like the menus and everything like that. He's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I'll have a crack at it. Yeah. And we nailed it. Fuck yeah. And now that I get Fuck to, yeah. well, when I get to go there in person and just see it all, it's going to hit me hard, I reckon, because yeah. I was like, I was a part of this whole thing. Mm. Like I was working with you. Here it is. I love this. Let's get some photos. I want to do this for more people. Unreal. So, yeah. Is that here on the coast? Yeah, Malulaba. There's some Malulaba market thing tonight. Malulaba Festival. All right. So, yeah, that's where we got. Name drop. What's the business? Let's Yasu. get this guy some... Yasu. Yasu. Yasu Greek street food. Fuck yeah. He's an old mate of mine from school days from Sunshine Beach High. And yeah. Unreal. Yes. Yeah, so Yasu Greek food. If you're out there listening... Yeah, he's going to get a big shout out today. I get yourself wait. a suva. <laughs> yeah. So You know me, I love a fucking suva. Well, it's going to be my cheat meal. Like I said, I'm on the challenge at the moment, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saving the cheat meal for you, brother. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've got lots of – I don't want to keep fucking flexing on how many jobs I've been getting, but it's been unintentional mm. to get this work, but it's so time-consuming now where I'm like, I have to drop one thing. And I don't want to drop Shred Life. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of my baby as well. Yeah. I mean, you can just take the foot off the throttle a little bit. A it little doesn't bit. have to completely go by the wayside. But Shred Life has been my resume for this. Absolutely. So it's just like, you want merch? It's like, that, this is what I do. Shred Life was your apprenticeship. Exactly. You know, because like, not only did you learn so much about design, but you've learned so much about garment manufacturing and also about like the technical side of screen printing. Yeah. So, you know, you're you're in a better place than a lot because this is the other thing is that if someone was to do their graphic design um, bachelor or whatever at university or TAFE, a lot of the time they go, oh, yeah, you know, this is how you'll set it up for a web page. This is how you'll set it up for fucking X, Y, and Z. But very rarely do they go, okay, this is how you have to design something so that it can be printed onto garments mm-hmm. because it has to be a very different style. The layers have to be different so then it can all be separated into the different colors and be yeah. ready for screen printing. And that is a lost art form. A yeah. lot of people don't have that. Yeah. It's, it's one of the biggest struggles with screen printing. But coming back to what you were saying before as well is you want to feel like you're a part of these businesses, right? Yeah. And so that's what sets it apart rather than this generic email phishing, hoping somebody will come back being like, oh yeah, let's work together. Yeah. Is It's got to be about the client experience, right? Exactly. That's what set, sets businesses apart. Yeah. Like... They might go, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty into his designs, but like, you know, maybe there's somebody else who's doing a similar style to you, you know? And if they connect with you more on a personal level, if you're checking in more or doing whatever to make them feel seen, make them feel heard, you're going to win that job, even if you're more expensive. Yeah. And the same goes with my industry and coaching. Like there's a million PTs out there, mm. millions of them. There's, you know, heaps of people that, have the same skill set that I do or better. So what's going to set me apart is is that client experience, making them feel seen, making them feel heard. And it's also the reason why I can get, you know, repeat 
visits from someone for rehabilitation, you know, it might, I might go, it's like you know, six to eight weeks to rehabilitate your injury. Um, and then after that, you, you won't need me anymore. And yet some of those people see me twice a week still to this day. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's plenty of strength coaches, physiotherapists, chiros, rah, 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 that will shit on what I do. And based on, you know, they read a study that says what I do shouldn't work. Yeah. Well, how come it does? Yeah. You know, my evidence may only be anecdotal. It's it's not in a, a study, in a white paper on PubMed or anything like that. But I can go to my client and go, is your pain the same, better or worse? And they go, it's better. Okay, so it worked then. Yeah. So how can you tell me because it's not in a study somewhere that it's bullshit and it'll never work, you know? The most important thing is the client's experience. It's like, yeah. did it work for them? Yes. Yeah. Great. They're out of pain. Mission accomplished. Exactly. You know, so it's about not letting your education get in the way of your learning as well because so many people get stuck in that as well. It's like, oh, well, this is what I learned and then I'm not willing to hear either side of that. Yeah. So open-minded. But, but yeah, if you're running a business, it's about a client's experience first and oh, foremost. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, well, that, that, that's – look, there's been a lot of time in this year. Uh. This podcast was firstly about doing what you love and things like that. And I, me, as of next year, I think I, I will be doing it. So I've made up the decision. Yeah. I, I physically can't do another year of what I was doing. Yeah. It's just going to be, it'll destroy me and that'll be the end of me. Change the language. Change the language. Yeah. It's so, not- as of next year, that's what I'll be doing. Uh, you, this year, seeing what you've done this year has been so motivating because you're at this in the mines you know, doing what you had to do in there. And mm-hmm. uh, in the end, was money, what's what's happiness or money? What's what's more important? Yeah, exactly. I yeah. know it, it's a, it, it's going to be hard at first with the stress of taking this cut. Yeah. It, it might be. I don't know. Yeah. But I know there's going to be a few hustle weeks at the front of it. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like, I'm, but I'm not scared of it because I've done it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, why I'm doing the challenge at the moment is to get mentally, cl- mentally and physically ready for it mm-hmm. because I'm going to have to put my face on camera a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be this piece of shit. Like that. <laughs> I'm so excited to start my new business. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, what's, what's going on, guys? Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I don't want to be that type. I just want to be real. Yeah. I'm sick of all this bullshit like of influencers Life but, coaches. Yeah, life coaches. Yeah. You know, like I know you're doing what you're doing, but I love a real person that wants to talk some real shit with me. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I want to see some genuine hype. Take the fucking masks off, everybody. Ugh. It's not necessary. So, yeah, it's going to be a great year and it's going to be exciting and I can't wait to document and show this and hopefully by the end of it I can have a story to tell. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I want to do. I have a story. The other thing is I want to be – Doing this so I can have the time to do a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, to just hang out with friends, to sleep at night time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, that would be incredible. And I know, yeah, it's going to be just by the end of it. I can't wait to, I hope I'm just that person at the end of the year that says that was the best decision I ever made. Why you will be. Why did I not do it You earlier? will be. <laughs> it's just, there's no way it can fail. Yeah. So there's no way it can fail. It seems the universe be, will provide. Everyone who has done this has said the same. It was the best thing I ever did. Mm. 
like I speak to a, I don't speak to many graphic designers. Uh, there's my pocket full that inspire me. Mm. And, um, but they're just like me. They're dudes that are just winging it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, look, I, I don't even, like, they know the programs and that, but it's, they have the same problems as me. They have the same problems with somewhat clients that are, you get your good clients, you get your shit clients. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, by a shit client, it's just a, not a harder one to work with, just someone that is, uh, how would I say, wants all of the changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they want to pay nothing, but they expect everything for, what they well, there was this thing that pose. popped up on my Instagram a few times, and probably a few of you have heard it. Uh, there's three ways of doing things: there's fast, mm. there's good, and there's cheap. Yeah, yeah. Pick two. Yeah, and you got to pick two. Yeah, and then um, and that made a lot of sense to me. I'm like, this as a freelancer, this is fucking perfect. Yeah, yep, yeah. It's just you know, what are you meant to learn from those people, those challenging clients? Because patience, patience, of course, is yes. Thing. Uh, yeah, understand. But also, what are your boundaries? You know, well, this is where Tanil forced me to. Um, I know a few people have done this, said it as well, is uh, to have two changes free. Yeah, but then you need to charge an hourly rate after that. Exactly. Yeah. So, and and this is the thing; it it carries across in so many industries, so many businesses that like, you know, not to be a welcome mat and just walk over you because yeah. there's that old thing of like, you know, the customer is always right. It's like, yeah. no, the customer is sometimes also a cock. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so uh, you, like you don't live to work, you work to live. Yeah. You know, so you're not going to flog 10 shades of shit out, out of yourself, yeah. making changes for someone who's going to be unappreciative at the end and then keep pushing you for more. You know, you give yeah. them an inch, they take a mile. Yeah. Um, because that's people's, that's their lesson to learn as well is that you can't just yeah. walk all over people. You can't get everything you want. You can't be the little tyrant. You know, yeah. sometimes in life it says no to you. Yeah. They've got to learn that lesson. You've also got to learn to push back and say no and go, these are my boundaries. Yeah. Like if you don't like it, okay, yeah, find somebody else. The, we can't work together. Th- these are all the small mistakes I'm making at the moment to start a business. And this is the other thing. In that starting a business mentality, you're kind of in that poverty mindset. Like, oh, I need, I need yeah. all these clients. I need the work. I need the money. I need that security, stability, safety. Yeah, let it go. Yeah, just let yeah. it go. Yeah. Stick to your guns. Do what you do. It will come. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, big year, big year. Uh, <laughs> should we? I don't know if it needs to be on another podcast or not, but I was actually going to talk about like the year that's been. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, I can't remember what happened two days ago. So, well, there was one. Did you go anywhere this year? You went to a few places, didn't you? You went, no, Rani went overseas. Rani went overseas. I stayed and worked. Yeah, stayed and worked. Yeah, stayed and worked. (laughs) Um, Oh, I went to the Phillip Island Grand Prix the other weekend. That was sick. Yeah. Took dad down for his birthday. That was unreal. Um, I'm getting right back into the, to, to the bikes again. Yeah. Like this is the thing with me. I'm so wishy-washy. I've got so like, I'm jack of all trades, master of none. I got interest in everything. So I'm bad at all of it. Who is the master at something though? It's gotta be someone. The master. (laughs) uh, There there will be, imagine that there's someone out there who is the jack of all trades. Yeah. yeah, They should have a contest. Every trade. Yeah, everything, yeah. and who can do the? It'd be oh, what kind of person would be the best at everything? Ryan. <laughs> this is got to be someone who has an overall score 
of uh, Kurt. Kurt? Yeah. <laughs> He's there. I always told Kurt, I'm like, don't you get into graphic design. Because <laughs> I know he'll be better if he had it. Well, Dean. Dean's another one. Yeah. He was great at sport, picked up guitar, picked up the drums, could sing, could write a song. Now he's doing videography and shit. Uh, like, I don't he, know. He's uh, just got it. He's well, just got it. I've, I've, I've referred Dean to a lot of people now. For the, the, the video work? Yeah, for the video work. Yeah. When they need someone, I, I just, especially for restaurant style bar work. Yeah. Like, I need someone that does food or bar work. I'm like, go to him. He He's as good as it gets. Mm. Like, to me, you can't get any better than this. Yeah. What's his Instagram? Is it Dizzy is on fire still? I don't know. No, oh, it's either Dean John Park. His name's Dean Park anyway. If you need video services, he's crushing it. Good old friend of ours from the uh, Take Us to Vegas days. I'm trying to look up his Instagram right now. I'm not being rude. Kind of being rude. Well, I'll just look up Dean and it comes up. Yeah, no, nah, it didn't work. I bet you it's Dizzy. Yeah, yeah Dizzy, Dizzy is, is on, on fire. fire. Still is that. Yeah, Dizzy is on fire oh, is his handle. There you go. Uh, yeah, so another thing that happened this year, uh, <laughs> Take Us to Vegas played a gig. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was this year as well, wasn't it? So, yeah, we uh, that was good. It filled the bucket. Um, however, I'm going to say it now. At the end of it, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was not even involved anywhere near on the same level as you guys. Like, I came to one rehearsal and then I did, like, one song both nights. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to be in a band ever again. No, it <laughs> like, like, I had great fun doing that yeah. song, being with you boys, rah-rah, but the load-in, the waiting around, the fucking nonsense, just, oh, like, no interest. No, it's a young man's game, and I'm happily old enough to admit that. Yeah. It's yeah. a young man's game. It's, like, literally only if you were making millions is yeah. is how you could you could do it. Like, um, or you'd have to have the passion deep, deep somewhere inside yeah. because – it's all the extra stuff. It's the carrying gear in and out, the paying for the rehearsal space, the yeah. fucking around, the setting up, the packing down. Then like, you know, I remember being on tour and um, I just got so sick of heavy music because yeah. I was listening to it like just about every night of the year. And so I'd never be excited about a new band anymore. Like even if they were really, really good, I was just like, I don't want to hear this, you know? Yeah. And then even after Hand of Mercy finished, it probably – took me a good two years to start listening to heavy music again. I was not interested. Yeah. Not I, interested I whatsoever. I same thing. Uh, the whole reason why I wanted a Fender mm. single coil <laughs> was so I could play in standard <laughs> tuning. Yeah, yeah. Like I've done the drop tuning for a long time. Yep. And uh, and yeah, so after the gig, I think we're all just like, it was a good weekend. Yep. Yep. So we're done. We all still it. hang out. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, but we don't have this drive to be that band anymore. Mm. I think it's it's a lot of work, and I give it to the bands that are still doing it. Yeah. But if you're not massive, and you're our age, yeah, I I don't know you. That's you hope you're having fun. Yeah, and sometimes I still get a little bit of the fire. Like you know, I've uh, I did washed away with Dimitri, um, and so we've got some unprepared, unprepared, unfinished stuff um, that really it would just be waiting on me like finishing the lyrics and vocals and then recording it. But even that is going to be such a process. Like I need to find the time somewhere to regularly sit down and write. And I've been out of the habit of writing for seven years or more. I don't know how long. 
So it's not going to come easy. Anything I do, I'm not going to be happy with. So it's going to be rewritten, rewritten, rewritten. Then it'll come to demo tracking. Yeah. So that costs money. That costs time. Like there's no local studios here where I can do that. I'll have to go to at least Brisbane. Yeah. So, you know, it's a lot of effort, a lot of time, a lot of money. And then it'll probably be like, oh, we want to hear it this way. Change this, change this, change this. Redo it, rah, rah, rah. This isn't even down to the final tracking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's so much effort involved. And so- I like I would... Love to do it, but I just don't know if I've got it in me, you, you know? You just need to be straight up from the start. This is a passion project. Yeah. See, yeah. Alex is, Alex's new band is sick. Mm. <laughs> they're actually really good. and um, But he's pretty much just said, I've joined this band because they're just mates having fun. And that's all I want to be doing. Like, I'm not... I'll straight up from the start. Well, he joined another band, East Capri. And he was pretty straight up from the start of that. Like, I'll be honest, I'm not up for the touring and yeah. all that. Like I've mm. done all that. Yeah. Uh, I'm in this band because I just want to have fun and you guys play good music. Mm-hmm. They they were a band that has, they, they've got the drive to be huge. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um and then that's when he just said, I just, nah, it's not for me. Yeah. So he, yeah. Jo- he just said that, but he joined a new band straight away and I'm just like, what are you doing? He's <laughs> like, no, this, these guys, they're getting yeah. cool gigs and um, they're just mates having fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you uh, if it was less serious, if you were just weekend warriors and you know yeah. having a beer, yeah, I can it, see that. Well, well, that's the thing. Tanil and I, I think we always talk about if Winnie Boy did quite well, I mm. uh, we could look at moving back up here because I can live anywhere. Then do it exactly. And if I was to live back up here, I could start another band. Yeah. Well, this is the other thing I thought about is that like if you had your own rehearsal space and everybody's gear just stayed set up there. So like you just walk into the room, plug in, turn the power on, crack a beer, rip in. Fuck, I could do that. Exactly. It's everything else I'm not interested in. Yeah. I'm already time poor as it is. (laughs) So it's just you just say to your mates, look, we're going to learn these songs. Yeah. And let's have a jam together. one And I will be using my single coil strap. Yeah. Because you'll be learning Offspring covers. Exactly. <laughs> um, one big band that I'm so fucking hyped about, and it's no word of a lie. Like, everyone knows this. Mm. Blink-182 getting back together with Tom DeLonge. Yeah. Lost my shit. I, I know you're not as big a fan as me. Um, I love Blink-182. I genuinely, yeah. genuinely do. But I, I don't place as much importance on those individual members. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, because... You are one of many, many people who lost their fucking shit. Like, Tom's back. Tom's back. Oh, my fucking God. And it's like, nostalgia's sake, like the Mark, Tom and Travis show, that yeah. would be great. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I could have seen Blink with Matt Skeever and been like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Because um, I've seen Blink a couple of times and in pretty cool situations, you know? Like, um, that was the other thing when they came out for Soundwave and everybody was like, it's not even Travis, fuck this. It's like, yeah, it's Brooks fucking Wackerman, dude. Like, that guy's a sick drummer too. Um, but I get it. Like, people have things the way they like them. But then um, we also, Ron and I were in Vegas and um, Blink played the um, the Cosmopolitan. Yeah, They put on a show in the pool area. And so we literally, like our room looked out across the Las Vegas Strip directly into the pool area of the Cosmopolitan. Yeah. So we just opened our window, pulled Blink the chairs show. up to it and just had some drinks and watched Blink. And that was Mark, Tom and Travis, you know? Yeah, um, I've yeah. actually watched that on YouTube, that show. What show? That one they played in Vegas. Oh, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's still going to be really, really cool. Like I'm, because we got tickets as well. Um, so, but it's sold out 
just the world so quick. Oh yeah, Brisbane yeah. sold out in eight minutes for a gig <laughs> that's in twenty twenty four. Yeah, but I told Rani straight away she's because uh, I told her the code to get into the thing mm. to buy the tickets. But um, I said I will. Ha- there's more likely that they're gonna release more shows because there's like dates. Saw where the dates were spaced. Yeah, yeah, and usually when they do this, because they add shows. Yeah. And yeah, sure enough, they added another date. Bam, sold out. Yeah. Add another date, sold out. They sold out three Brisbane shows in seriously minutes. Yeah. I think every capital city has three shows that all sold yeah. out. No, Melbourne and Sydney have four shows. Four now. now. <laughs> oh, no, no, I haven't checked. I like it. And, um, Holy shit. But I said, a few people were like bitching about it, like, oh, it's 200 and something dollars for a ticket. For probably about three, four years now, I've said if Tom joins again, mm. I will pay up to a thousand dollars to go <laughs> Blink one hundred and eighty-two dollars a ticket. Yeah. yeah. So when they announced that it was like two hundred something dollars a ticket, I'm like, this is a fucking bargain. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you're getting Rise Against as well. Exactly. That's going to be a fucking cool set. Um, and then you know whoever they bring on, like for locals Local. or nationals or whatever, was will be interesting. Um, I don't think they should. Nah, just, nah, just reckon, two massive sets, those two just, bands. Yeah, just two bands. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Because uh, with be, being in Behind Crimson Eyes, I heard a few stories about when they played their massive shows, like when they went on tour of Disturbed and uh, who else? They did the Iron Maiden tour. Mm. They said, we got booed, not because of like we were shit or anything. Like we played quite well. Mm. He said, when you're on tour with these big bands, you're in the way of all these people seeing their favorite band. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, we've been there. We've yeah. been those supports and people are just like, wrap it up. Yeah, like, exactly. let's bring out the big boys. Yeah. I remember the architect shows that Hand of Mercy played. It was like, we were just placeholders, yeah. you know? It was just like, everyone's just kind of like, yeah. But cool. it's hard not to try and, when you're a support band, you want to be as good or better than the headlining band. It's just yeah. your natural instinct just to be that band. Because like, you have the potential to get so many new fans. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, being an older person now, seeing a nostalgic band, mm. I don't care about <laughs> what new band they put on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, my theory also is that it's like they're just doing this big world tour and then it's going to be like, all right, thanks, guys. That's Catch it. you. And I, that's why I said I was happily, I would happily pay a thousand bucks for a ticket. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go to more than one show. I don't know where. I'll probably have to go overseas to another show. Mm hmm. But I'm I'm giving it all in that that'll be the end of it. Well, that. that when we were young festival got announced with yeah. all those nostalgia band like something corporate was on there, bowling for yeah. soup, like Finch was on there. Yeah. You know, so many of these bands of that that kind of like our like emo yeah. punk rock phase. Um, it would just be an unreal show, and I was like, we are going. Oh. Like, and so I signed up for the tickets and it didn't even get a chance to be released to like internationals because like America sold it out like yeah. that, you know? Before you even have the chance to say we're going, it's just like we're sold out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, fuck, because there were so many cool bands on that roster. But yeah, some people are going to have a good day. I think uh, being in <laughs> the networking people that we are, mm. I have this theory, if we want to go to a concert still, we will bullshit our networking way around We'll come out of the woodwork and we'll get a ticket somehow. You maybe. I don't think I've got that anymore. I, I think reckon I've you fallen do. out of touch. Man, didn't you go to where, where when you last went to America? Didn't you go to uh, Warp Tour or something? Yeah, I went to Warp Tour Vegas. Didn't you have um, like all access? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like backstage and like we were. Um, it was it was cool. Like uh, watched every time I die. Uh, the ghost inside. Four years strong. Like all from side of stage and stuff. Um, but even that, like. Those were warp tour contacts. Like, yeah, maybe they'll be involved in that festival, but 
Well, shit, I don't know. With uh, when we were young, first of all, behind Crimson Eyes, they talk about if they were to bring it to Australia, they would be a perfect candidate to get on it. Mm. And I'm like, well, that'd be fucking cool. Mm. Yeah. So. Whether or not that actually comes to try. I think Takers to Vegas. They should do a mini version of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wingspan cause of your night. <laughs> Police. So, yeah. Uh, that, but yeah, this year, uh, coming to a close soon. Uh, it's Christmas time. I'm not putting up a tree this year because I think my baby will knock it down. Uh huh. That's fair. And, and you've also got a blind dog that could. Run straight into issues, it. Yeah. yeah. It's a probably perfect eye height for him to yep. just to, you know, poke himself in the eye. Yep. Uh, what else? Oh, this is my mascot that I'm creating at the moment. Mm-hmm. So Winnie Boy, the name, mm-hmm. he needs a mascot. Yeah. So I'm doing Winston. This is the design I'm doing at the moment. When I can fit it in between these other jobs. Yeah. Uh, it's him leaning up against a big W. Uh, and he's just Winston. Just chilling. Just yep. chilling. Uh, but he's got sunnies on because he's blind. And because it's pretty cool, yeah, it's, it's cool. pretty fucking cool. What so, kind of what style of sunnies? Are you gonna go like aviators or? Uh, no, nah, like a Ray Ban sort of look. I think. Mm, nice, so, yeah. nice. He's a cool dog. So yeah, um, that, I'll get that done over Christmas. Uh, I do need to actually fucking do a little bit of a Christmas shirt. Everyone says that I should do an ugly sweater for Shred Life. Yeah, I mean, if they're into it, go for it. I was gonna do like a little design. On a t-shirt, but you know how they've got like little snowflakes in lines and stuff like that? So it might yeah. be like little SLs. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. So shit like that. Yeah. Would you actually go to the lengths of doing like a Christmas sweater? Too late. Or just a print? Just a print. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I suppose it would be yeah. pretty hard to get done now. So I've missed the boat for a lot of things this year and it's just going to be a quick, simple idea. Yeah. Well, actually, because our other idea was you did redid the logo for this podcast as well based on the Chicago Blackhawks, which I fucking froth. We need to get it on some T-shirts. I don't know if anyone would buy them, but I would buy them. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to work on hockey jerseys for us as well. Yeah, that'd be And sick. so I had a contact, but then they just stopped replying to me. So I was like, oh. okay, so cool. are you saying I have too much money to shop here? Like, <laughs> is that what this is? Um, so, yeah, I don't know if anyone's listening to this and wants to get in touch, but if you know where to get a hockey jersey made, fucking hit me up. Yeah. Because, yeah. That'd be cool. We want some what do you reckon ones. Oh, and nice. uh if we get enough interest, we'll 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 do an order. We'll make yeah. it a merch item. But yeah, no, nah, it's gonna we'll do more po- I reckon we'll do two more before the end of the year. Two All right. more podcasts. And I'm game. Next year, look, we spoke a lot of bullshit last year. We had co- we still got the contacts that are lined up we to do speak a lot of bullshit yeah, all the time. But to do guests. Yes. And they will still do it. I reckon. Yeah, well, this was the other thing is that um, Nitro Circus was in town. So I had my good mate Cam Sinclair. He's like, yeah, I'm keen as. And it ended up not just being a trip, him coming out to ride for the games. He ended up like doing a whole holiday with his extended family. So it was like he had to spend time with them. There's always like press stuff that they got to do. There's meetings that they've got to have. And we just ran short on time. And he was still just like, no, 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 I want to do it. And I was like, dude, like you've got obligations. You've got a show to do. Like, yeah. which is pretty fucking dangerous. And you've also got your family here. Don't worry about it. Um, but Cam is keen as, um, and he's a fucking legend. Like, every time Nitro's in town, he hooks us up, yeah. like, lets us in. Um, he's got a great story, great attitude. He's a fucking awesome dude. So I can't wait to, to actually get Cam Sinclair sat down and, and have a chat with him. Because um, I've spoken about it before about – he had a like horrific crash at the Red Bull X Games yep. in Madrid many years ago. 
um, and he's released a, a, a film about it called Twice. Um, so if people want to check it out before we get him on, it's it's really, really cool, really inspiring, really interesting, and Cam's a good dude. But then we've got so many other people as well. Well, one big name drop that I can do is, because the last time I messaged him, I asked him, and he said, yeah, let's do it, is mm. uh, Zach from The Ghost Inside. Yes, yeah, yeah, we had Zach all lined up, and then we fucked the dog. Well, well they were supposed time. to come out to Australia, actually. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, he just said, yeah, we'll do. The, he's got the Zoom set up at home. We'll do the Zoom one yep. with Zach. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got a few footy players that were keen last year. Yep. Uh, hopefully, they're still keen next year. So, mm. with the uh, the old Melbourne Storm contact, yep. I'll uh, see if they're still keen. Well, they've all left Melbourne now. Joined other <laughs> clubs. <laughs> Did Munster re-sign? Munster re-signed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Dal Finucane, he's with the Sharks now. So he, Well, now famous. I have to hate him. Nah. <laughs> That's, uh, I know. It's, <laughs> nah. it's tough love up there. I go for, I go for him, not the Sharks. I go yeah, for yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everyone, <laughs> like, Dale can have a good game. The rest of you can go get fucked. <laughs> uh, you just cheer every time he gets the ball. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who is this fan? What's go, Dale. <laughs> go, mate. Go Fuck off now. the rest of you. <laughs> Uh, takes his jersey off at the end of the day. Yeah! <laughs> but yeah, we got an expansion team next year, the Redcliffe Dolphins. Yes. That'll yes. be interesting. In the in competition for the world's ugliest sweater, yep. world's ugliest jersey. Uh, that was another thing that I wish I had the time to do was I, I was going to redesign that jersey. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that I was going to push to be the thing. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because I can, mm. I will just do my own version of what the Dolphins should be. Yeah. The thing is, is that, like, as the team, they already were, like, outside of the NRL, which was what? Were they Intrust Super Cup? Yeah. Yeah. They had a great jersey. Yeah. Like, I know that they probably couldn't keep that because it's problematic with existing colors and designs for, for clubs. The NRL, yeah. But what they've done is just... Uh, <laughs> anyway. Not for me, mate. Not for me. The Cowboys jersey for this season is finally back to looking good. Because remember in uh, 2017, they had the sick one with the horns. The horns and I was yeah. like, yeah, a bit of nostalgia. That's good. That looks. Yeah. Then they went to the shit ones again. Yeah. But uh, the, uh, what's next year? 2023? Mm. Yeah. The 2023 season jersey actually looks pretty cool. I, I just wish Melbourne would go back to lightning bolts. Yeah. That's what got me into them. Yeah. Like, that looks sick. Lightning bolts. Uh if there's one club that I think have the best colours, mm. I honestly reckon it's the um, and I don't like saying it, but it's the Tigers. Yeah, I'm yeah, all, I can pay I'm, that. I've just yep. always liked their colour scheme of black, white, and that cool orange. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, you go neutrals, you can't go wrong. No. You know, like the Oakland Raiders, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders. Um, you know, black and white, nice yeah. and simple. The Current LA Kings, not the '90s LA Kings. Yeah. Black and white, nice and simple. Looks fucking great. So I mean, you go with neutrals, you can't go wrong. No, like the New Zealand All Blacks. Yeah, they just look great. They do. You know, when we went to um New York, uh, the Newtown, uh, no, Newtown, the New York Jets, not the Newtown Jets, which is also <laughs> a team. The, the New York Jets, uh, they just wore all black mm. with a little bit of green, like in spots. And I was like, that looks sick. That's cool. They just look like a tough team. Yeah. I think they won. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so um, neutral colors is just always the way to go. It's branding. Yes, we've spoken about yeah. this before. Get those fucking logos off the shirts. Uh, they look crap. So yeah, I'm all about the branding. If the NFL can still 
and the NBA can make all of that fucking money and not have a single sponsor yeah. apart from who makes the uniforms, yeah. like whether it's Nike or Reebok or whoever, then surely the NRL can do it. But they can't. Come on, gang. It's, it's, uh, they talk about how a club needs $12 million just to start up. And yeah. All this, whereas in an NBA or NFL, a player is on $100 million a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Sort it out, NRL. Uh, just Australia. So. All right, let's wrap it up. We spoke for an hour. We spoke for an hour. And if you're here listening to this, you've gone There's to something and f- wrong with you. Yeah, and you've gone to and from work. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for ch- tuning back in on your way. I hope you had a good day at work. All right, we're two more by the end of the year, you reckon? Yeah, easy. All right, we can make it happen. All right, cool. Will we have a guest or we'll just talk shit? Well, one, uh, some guests that I want to have next year <coughs> is business owners, I think. Yeah. People that just yeah. didn't like doing what they're doing. Yeah. said, fuck this for a job. Yep. I'm going to do this. And I like to talk to people that have just taken the plunge. Because next year, like you've taken the plunge. Yep. I would have taken the plunge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you got for us? Well, a great one will be the Fenwicks, if anyone knows them. Yeah. Um, they're, they're accountants um, and the best I've ever come across. They're so motivated and passionate. And they're just great people. They train here at HIT. They're super fun. They're fucking hilarious. Yeah. And, um, you know, they've gone gone out on their, their own and started their own firm. And um, it's it's they're just going to go from strength to strength. Like yeah. the, the way they conduct themselves, how passionate and thorough they are. It's going to be a powerhouse. Looking it's the at, next big thing. Looking around here, because this complex is full of cool stuff. There's an indoor skate park. There is. Uh, there's a scooter skate store. Uh, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu place. Uh, what else we got here? But the thing is that the owners of these stores are plunge takers. Absolutely. And plunge I don't know if you know them, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, know. there could be some people to talk to around here that can just pop in. Not wrong, might be worth it. Whether we're doing it here all the time, I don't know if Ryan will let us. Uh... Ryan does what I tell him to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for letting us use your space. He doesn't, that's an absolute lie. <laughs> He's so generous to me. I love you, Ryan. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we'll wrap it up there and um, fucking, yep. <laughs>